Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 45, Minute 45. This is Dan, everybody. Let's go munch out. Hey, Linda, we're going to pig out. I can't eat. I'm going on a diet right now. One, two. Shoot it! After a few busy minutes, this one is a little light on the anything happening uh, front. Uh, Chris and, and, and Tracy leave the room, and the camera pans over to the bathroom door. And Linda has gone into the bathroom, and you, it sits there for a while, and you think something's going to happen. Something, maybe we'll hear a scream or something. <gasps> nope, nothing happens. The camera just sits there for what seems to be an inordinate amount of time. And then Chris and Tracy come down, and uh, forever evil is still playing on the TV. It was playing earlier. It's still playing now, still going on, which is which is great. Um, I know I mentioned before that I, uh, I'm i a fan of Forever Evil. I have not seen Forever Evil in ages, but I remember really enjoying it. It, it strikes me now, and I may have said this when I mentioned this previously, but I would have said this like 20 episodes ago. But, but Forever Evil starts off um, very Evil Dead-esque and then goes in another direction uh, which is great which is really wonderful uh, and it reminds me of a more coherent and more interesting and more stuff actually happens version of Gates of Hell 2 I forget what Gates of Hell 2 was actually originally called um, but uh it's it's sort of like that. It's sort of the same kind of thing, but more a lot more fun. I think Forever Evil is a lot more fun. It is longer. It is a lot more fun. Gosh, I haven't watched Forever Evil in ages, and I haven't watched Gates of Hell too since I reviewed it for the Bleeding Skull book like six years ago. Good gravy! You realize the Bleeding Skull book came out almost five years ago, folks. No, actually, it did come out about five years ago. Yeah, no, no, I take that back. It was five years ago. Gosh, wow, I got my. Mm. So long ago. My second book, 80s Action Movies on the Cheap, came out about a year and a half ago, still available at fine booksellers and places that give you books everywhere. And McFarlane, my publisher. Uh, the publisher for that book. And actually, my pub- publisher for my third book, too. So let's... Gosh. Yeah, there's not... Okay. So, yeah, and they sit down and watch some Forever Evil, and then we go back to, I think, the same shot. 
uh, we had seen when we left Linda's bedroom, just at the same spot in the door, and we see uh, someone rush by in the scrubs, but because we can see their arm that's covered with long black, ha- a lot of black hairs, we know it's science. So sci- but science seems to be running directly from the window. It's it's weird because it almost seems like you know because to, to get in from the window you have to kind of crawl in and and drop down, and, but this seems like literally science was just like he he made, he made, he did that thing where he hid behind the curtain, and if you looked at the curtain you could see his shoes peeking out, uh, but no one looked over behind the curtain. But it literally it's like because the camera's really close to the window, and so in order for him to come in through the the window through, on the ladder he would have had to kind of climb in and kind of make a lot of noise and kind of drop down a little bit, and and so you would have probably seen that. But what we see is just like. A whoosh across the screen, which makes no sense if he came in through the window. So he must have been hiding behind a curtain. Or he made himself very tiny and then took a little pill and science heightened, ran by. And the minute ends with a bathroom door opening and Linda coming out of it. Apparently not wanting to munch out, which might be her big mistake. And where's the killer? Is I, 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 you know... Uh, there, there's, there, there comes a point in a movie like this where you just have to let it roll. You know, you just have to let it hit, hit you and just roll off. You have to let it be like, like, um, like a, you know, like you're in a hot shower at the end of a long day, and you just let every event hit you and just roll off. You know, it's like what, you know, they they sit right down in front of the TV, and that auto race that we heard isn't playing anymore. They're playing a film that came out. Apparently, three years after the film was shot, you know. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, it's something, isn't it? I mean, I. It's it's uh, the thing I remember about Forever Evil, and even the thing with Last Slumber Party is that when I when I rented when I, uh, I think I said Forever Evil was lent to me by my friend Eric Seidel in high school, and he just said you'll like this, and I said like, okay. And I watched it. I did like it. And I didn't know what was going to happen. Last Slumber Party, I'd only read maybe two or three reviews in books. And all of them were like completely nondescript, slasher, don't even bother. And uh, so so when I see something like that, my first thought is, okay, bother. Time to bother. It's, 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 it's bothering time. If I were the thing and stupid, I'd say something like that. Oh, heck, you know, I went and I grabbed my book. My book, not my, not my book. It's someone else's book. I, I, I could have, I could have got my own and read you the last slumber party from it. Now I grabbed a book called The Horror Film with a foreword by Vincent Price. Cine books, over seven hundred films on video cassette. U.S. eleven ninety five. It's um, how long is it? Three thirty four, three hundred thirty four pages. Uh, Cine books home library series number four. I, I, this was the only one I ever saw. Uh, Editor-in-Chief James L. Millay. Copyright 1989. Cinebooks. I have no idea what this is. They're in Evanston, Illinois. Uh, But it's a book that hates slashers. And it's funny because I flipped in to see... Let's see if Last Slumber Party is in here. This is why I read one of the reviews. It is not, but I will take you to... I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you the ratings for a few movies here. So we have oh let's do this. This is fun. This will be fun. And I know what you're thinking, damn, why don't you talk more about the um the minute? That that's all I got. But I thought this was fun. Let's go to the L's, page one thirty nine. Lady Frankenstein, uh, out of five, gets a zero. Uh 
plot is silly, the production value is nil, the acting atrocious, but the sex scenes are pretty steamy and the rest of it is unintentionally hilarious. Lady in White, four stars. Layer of the White Worm, three. Land of the Minotaur, one and a half. Last horror film, two and a half. Which just strikes me as weird. Last horror film? You gave two and a half to. That's weird. Oh, here's no surprise. Last House on Dead End Street, zero. Low-budget gore, Last House on Dead End Street concerns a group of sadistic movie makers who murder their stars to make snuff films. And when the filmmakers have problems with their distributors, they kill them and incorporate the footage into a new snuff feature. This vain attempt to combine splatter with a commentary on the viciousness of the movie business fails miserably on all accounts. 90 minutes. Well, they got that wrong. Uh, a lot of times you see that. Last House and Left, three and a half out of five. Last Rites, a.k.a. Dracula's Last Rites, zero. I like uh, Last Rites, and I believe... Didn't the guy who made Last Rites, didn't he make uh, Splits? Dominic Paris? A Legacy, one and a half. Oh, I thought Legacy would be better than that. Leg Legend of Boggy Creek, two. Legend of Hell House, two. Legend of Seven Golden Vampires, three. Leopard Man, three and a half. Let's Scare Jessica to Death, two and a half. Oh, come on. Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane, three. Little Shop of Horrors, three and a half. Little Shop of Horrors Remake, two. Living Head, the Mexican film, one and a half. Lost Boys, two and a half. Oh, some people won't like that. Lost World, 25, three and a half. Love at First Bite, two and a half. Oh, it's funnier than that. Love Butcher, this is interesting. Two. Hmm. Lust for a Vent. Well, maybe it's not that. I, I kind of... I, I like it. Lust for a Vampire 2. So that, you know, this is like a film you just flip through and it's like, um... Well, let me just throw it to a page here. Hysterical, zero. Uh, oh, that back to the L's. How to get Night of the Zombies? Um, uh, Bruno Matai's um, Hell of the Living Dead. No, she uh, Hell of Living Dead, zero. Night of the Zombies, the Joel Reed film, zero. Nightmare, Scavellini, zero. A lot of zeros in this book, and I love it because it seems to say to me that we don't like horror films, but we're the fourth book in a series and we have to cover this crap mm, there you go uh now i wish they had last time part and you know i'll try to find sometime soon a review i'm i know i've read reviews of last slumber party because i remember seeing last slumber party on shelves from uh, the the end of the 80s on until i finally rented it in like 92 93 whenever it was 94 whatever um but it was just you know when when you back then in uh, it was late 87 when I dove into renting horror. There was so much horror available to watch. And there were so many... I mean, I would I would literally say that uh, apart from like the random new release here and there, I would just, for about five years, I only went to horror sections. Sometimes they were horror sci-fi sections, so I'd wander into... But I only went to horror. It wasn't until the end of my college years that I started to go, hey, why don't I try action? I, maybe I'll find something in comedy. Maybe I'll go to sci-fi. You know, the, if there's an actual sci-fi section. But it was like the the realization that there were other films that were as glorious as Last Slumber Party are in other genres, exist in other genres. So, yeah, this one didn't have much uh, Last Slumber Party-ishness in it. But that's a fun book. Uh, maybe I'll read a review or two from that or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll read a review. Uh, gosh, you know, well, I want to find a Last Summer Party review in one of the books here to read to you guys, just to see that, uh, to show you that, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't adored. It was not adored. So let me wrap this up, you guys. Um, this has been Dan, but ah, screw it. Here's the music. <laughs>